This Bites, discussing Milwaukee's culinary and restaurant culture. With Ann Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and Tariq Moody of 88.9. This Bites is brought to you by Society Insurance and Feeding America, Eastern Wisconsin. Welcome to This Bites, Milwaukee's culinary podcast. For your host, food critic and writer for Milwaukee Magazine, Ann Christensen, and me, Tariq Moody, a.k.a. the architect of 88.9 Radio Milwaukee. Go Bucks. Uh, <laughs> uh, on this uh, edition of uh, This Bites, speaking of bucks, we're going to talk about a new night market coming to the Deer District later this summer. Also, we got some news about Bray's taking a hiatus. Uh, a great, interesting cocktail tour happening in Cedarburg. Sap Saps having a pop up at Iron Grates and more. But we're going to kick it off, Ann, with. Yeah. Uh, the Deer District. It's a home to the Milwaukee Bucks right now, competing in the NBA Finals against the Phoenix Moons. Moons, right? Phoenix Moons? That's what they are? Phoenix Moon? I don't know. <laughs> Suns, whatever. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I call them Black Hole. Phoenix Black Hole, which is like a dying sun, right? <laughs> oh, there you go. Anyway, uh, uh friend of mine's Arthur Ersink, uh, founder of Wisconsin Foodie and uh, runs Edible Milwaukee, has uh, partnered with the Bucks in the Deer District to host a uh, Deer District Market. Uh, it's kind of a night market uh, happening later this summer. First one's July 28th, and it goes through September 25th. And uh, there will be a focus on uh, locally produced foods and, more importantly, supporting minority-owned businesses. Um, I hope to see – I would love to see – I would love to see black and brown food trucks there. I think it would be a great place yeah. to have black and brown food trucks outside yeah. of Deer District. I wish they were doing it during the games. That would that'd be so impactful to have, like, minority black and brown business during the games. Mm-hmm. Right? That's that's to elevate that. That's such an impact if uh, the Bucks did that. It would be so great. But anyway – that's happening. Uh, it's going to be uh, the market will take place on Wednesdays from five to nine p.m. Again, the first one kicks off July twenty eighth. The last one September fifth. Again at the Plaza, the Deer District Market. Got news about Braze and Braze. Yeah, taking a summer hiatus. Um, I guess. Yeah, yeah. it's interesting because they have this. They're they're doing it because they're doing a new patio project. Um, which I think is pretty interesting. It's going to be a pretty extensive patio. It sounds like tearing down the building next door to the restaurant. Whoa. And okay. That's, <laughs> that's, a, that's a serious patio work there. And installing a new outdoor space. I mean, they have an, they have a rooftop patio yep. too, small, but they have a rooftop patio. And then they've been doing, they had been doing, you know, outdoor dining on the side of the building too. But that's pretty interesting. Don't you yeah. think? I mean, yeah. I wonder if they're going to have a, you know, because patio season is not that long in Milwaukee. Right. Uh, due to our lovely winters and falls here. I wonder if they're going to provide like heated environments for this patio that barely they're tearing out a building for them. Kind of curious to like make it kind of a year round experience. Kind of like those uh, igloos there people were doing. Maybe a bigger igloo experience. Who knows? Right. Um, and they're also taking time off for their staff because they haven't been closed really. Um during all this craziness of the pandemic. So they're actually going to take a couple weeks off, not only for the patio, but also for the employees to uh, relax, enjoy time with their family. Uh, and that and that took place a couple days ago. So if you're trying to go to Braze right now... Not going to happen. Not going to happen. 
Um, coming up on this bite, we're continuing our conversation about a, a really interesting cocktail tour that's happening in Cedarburg. Uh, Sap Saps pop up at Iron Grates. We also have news about Anytime Arepa. That's all coming up on this bites. Family coming to visit this summer? While you're getting organized, don't forget to get rid of that unwanted vehicle you no longer need. Your car, truck, RV, or even boat can be donated to support Radio Milwaukee and might get you a tax break too. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org cars to schedule your vehicle donation and make room for some family fun. We're back on This Bites, Milwaukee's long-running culinary podcast with uh, our host Ann Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine. And I'm Tariq Moody. We're continuing our conversation. Uh, you're a big cocktail drinker, right, Ann? <laughs> yeah, that's that's a that's a that, that's a joke. But you know what? You were before you started really getting into sake. Yeah, I was playing with cocktails in a pandemic. That's really yeah. I still do. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm I, I I I I am still a bourbon fan. So don't get don't get it twisted. Um, I like my good rums. <laughs> um, but you know, I have a I have a new new love um that involves rice but yeah but uh um, yeah apparently there's a tour uh this is i saw this over journal sentinel a prohibition cocktail tour that's happening in at the cedarburg cultural center uh it features prohibition era spirits which i have no idea what that means uh they call it cocktails darling d-h-a-d-a-h-l-i-n-g uh one tour is happening on my birthday, July 24th. Again, happened on my birthday and July 24th. Uh, again, I again on my birthday, on, July 20th. On your birthday. 24th. Just, I, I, I'm just. Hey, Tariq, that's happening on your yeah, birthday. I'm just, I'm just pushing it out there, uh, Anne. Um, just, okay. just so you won't forget. And another one tour is happening on August 14th. The three-hour tour that includes uh, six sample-sized drinks. Starting with the Mary Pickford cocktail, which I have no idea what that is, and which starts at the Cedarburg Cultural Center. The tour will then visit the Stagecoach Inn to try a bee's knees. I had I had a bee's knees at the Great Lakes Distillery. It was really it's like it's honey in it. Um, Ooh! And then uh, Franny's Market for the bamboo, uh, and then they're basically going around a little Cedarburg kind of tour. Um, so it's kind of a nice tour if you need something to do. Uh, that sounds like fun. Again, July 24th and August 14th are the dates for those tours. Next, 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 coming up, uh, Sap Sap, which uh, the Laotian kind of spot that just finally got its brick and mortar was seen as doing a pop-up over an iron grate on the south side uh, of Milwaukee. They're doing a whole hog kind of Thai Leo, Laotian barbecue uh, and it, you can get a plate, which will feature, of course, the the uh, kind of a Laotian style tiles, Thai style, a whole hog with chili grill, asparagus, sticky rice, and a snake beans and papaya salad. And there will be uh, music as well. Um, and it will also feature uh, Sap Sap's uh, uh, signature uh, sticky rice lager, uh, which I'm not going to say on the air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could say it though. Do you want me to say? No, it? I don't. I yeah, I, we. I, it's a sticky rice lager. We we'll leave it at that. Okay. I mean, technically, we can say it, but I don't want people have a uh, uh, 
perceptions of what we've said. Yeah, um, okay. We'll post it online. You'll you'll see what it says online. It's okay. a good logger, by right. the way. I just want to say, I think you know, I think Alex. You've tried it. Yes, I have. I, I tried it. Um, I think Alex named that so people would have to say it, but not not with the FCC. No, we're not. It's a cute name. It's a cute name. Cute. It means something. It doesn't mean what it thinks. It just the pronunciation in America. You know, right? If you're not listening correctly, you're like, "What did you say?" Uh, anyway. Also, anytime a rapa. You love arepas, right, Anne? I do. Um, and you had their arepas, right? I have, yeah. yeah. And they're best known for their, they have a, a permanent position over at the Zocalo Food Truck Park. But guess what? What? They will be going to join the Third Street Market Hall, uh, oh which is coming to the avenue, which is the formerly, what's the mall that was called? What's that mall was called? Grand Avenue the Mall. Shops, right. The shops at yes. Grand Avenue. Yeah, so they will be joining that. I don't know when this food hall, I assume the food hall, I mean, it looks like they're opening this year, I'm hoping, I'm guessing. I don't know the dates. Uh, I was. I did a tour around there, and it looks, it looks nice in there, by the way. Um, so they'll be joining that. So big ups to them. Of uh, anytime at Rapa, but in the meantime, definitely check out their uh, truck over at Zocalo Food Truck Park. They have some really good uh, arepas, including beef, pork, and chicken. Um, tasty stuff. And if, you, if people don't know what the arepa is, can you can you uh, describe it? Yeah, it's um, it's kind of like um, a little bit like a Colombian or Venezuelan version of a sandwich in a way. It starts with this ground maize kind of um, pancake. I mean, I don't know how to describe it other than that, than that. It's kind of a griddle cake, a griddle cake. And it's topped with, you know, all different kinds. It's made of cornmeal, okay? Um, or it's maize or flour, but usually like a cornmeal type of thing. Um, and it's often topped with, you know, meats, chicken, different kinds of meats, such as chicken, you know, avocado, um, cheese. Um, it, it's, it's, so it's sometimes an, an open face type of sandwich and sometimes depending on how thick it is, it's split open to make kind of a, a sandwich, an actual, you know, sandwich type thing, but they're so delicious, absolutely mm-hmm. delicious. And if you, and just to give you some slight similarity, if you've ever been to a Mexican restaurant and had a gordita, a gordita is similar okay. to that. That's a good. That's a good parallel. Thanks for. I think that might help people who never had one to uh, maybe yeah. put some context to what this could taste like. By the way, I had uh, my um, third sake tasting last Saturday. Then yeah, didn't see you there, but okay. No, uh, sorry, Tariq. I'm just not cool enough. You just like, you know, going to cool places without me. I get it. Um, but we had a, a great sake tasting, and it was paired with uh, the sakes. We had three sakes paired with barbecue from Heaven's Table. But Heaven's Table did something special. He did like different types of flavors for his um, sake tasting. So he had like set of pork ribs. He had made it like a charshu pork ribs. He did a Szechuan brisket. He did this ginger pear marinade for the chicken. Uh, yeah, it was it was a great tasting, sold out tasting, and I love the the audience. It was like all different ages, all types of people at uh, a sake tasting, which you know, that is my goal to become this ambassador. Of like, hey, yeah, think about sake when you're next dinner. And I always try to have wine with your dinner. You know, I feel like wine is 
you know, no no disrespect to the wine lovers. It's, you know, do something different. Sake is a very mm-hmm. interesting beverage, and most people experience with sake is just at a sushi bar, having that hot sake, and, like, there's the world of sake is, is a beautiful world, and that's what I'm trying to do. So mm-hmm. I had a... And, uh, and it's diverse yeah. too. It sounds like it's really diverse. Yeah. So, and I shared I shared some of my secret stash because I, I I got too many bottles of sake in my refrigerator. <laughs> got no room for food. Oh. Um, <laughs> so you brought your stash. Along? I brought a couple bottles to like at least one. I thought these flavors would like show the diversity of what sake can be. Uh, yeah. And two to like open bring some uh, room for food in my refrigerator. <laughs> oh, so I brought this sake okay. that's uh, it was complete. It's like a red color. It's made with, it's, it adds some red rice to bring that red color, but it, it's as it's, it's a fruit forward sake, um, juicy with a little bitterness at the end. I called the Megan, the Megan, the stallion of sake. Um, and people love that one. And I also brought a little bit of leftover of this uh, Brooklyn sake, Brooklyn Cura. Cura is actually means brewery in Japan. And so they made a sake with little hops. So it gave off this IPA aroma. But the flavor was so floral and fruit forward. Like people love that. They took pictures there. How can I get this sake? I'm like, I've been trying to get it in the, in trying to get the distributors to carry it. Because I think this, is, this sake right here would be like, I can get my... This would be a great gateway sake for a lot of Milwaukee people, especially beer drinkers, craft beer drinkers, would love this sake. It's called Occidental. Brooklyn Cure is the name of the, uh, of the brewery. Uh, so I brought some unique flavors that I wanted to share with my secret stash. So that was last Saturday, this past Saturday at No Studios. So it's great. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that wraps up this week's edition of This Bites. This Bites is edited by Kenny Perez. Handcrafted, sonic inspiration comes from the License Lab with support from Society Insurance and Feeding America Eastern Wisconsin and generosity from your membership. Subscribe to this podcast at RadioMilwaukee.org slash This Bites. Find us on Apple Music or Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Remember, feedback is important so please rate and review generously and as always and stay hungry and keep the malort cold you have a good weekend Ann. you too <laughs>